everybody, and welcome back to this episode of Southern Onion Podcast. It's us, your favorite twins. I'm Erica. And I'm Erin. And I'm on the right side of the river. <laughs> the right side? There's a left yes. side of the river? Just if you're a big Brendan <laughs> Fraser fan, you'll know what that means. Oh, brother. Brendan, there you go. Hey, much yes. respect to Brendan Fraser. I'm I'm a yes. fan of his, just not like you are. I know. Yeah, I've been following him from the beginning. You really have since the yeah. mummy, the very first one. Well, actually, school ties. Oh, that's right. Yes. And Encino Man. And, yep. Oh, the list goes on and on. Yep. Wow. Well, yes. good on you. Yep. <laughs> and I'm on the right side of the river, so. Well, <laughs> and um, Brendan Fraser will get that. So. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you. And if anyone knows Brendan yeah. Fraser or his people, will you please give a shout out to oh. him for us? So. Yeah. Definitely. M- much appreciated. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, welcome all. Thank you so much for joining us today. For the new listeners, hello. Welcome. Yes, hello. Glad mm-hmm. to have you. Uh, for our returning listeners, thanks so much. We appreciate you greatly. Thanks for yes. coming along on this on this ride with us. Um, we've had quite a lot of comments on the last couple of episodes that we've had. So thank you all so much for reaching out. And again, if you haven't, follow us on Instagram, Southern Onion Podcast. You can follow us there. We'll follow you back. And DMs are open if you have questions or show sh- suggestions. Whew. And then if you want to, you can reach out kind of one of the old-fashioned ways, email. And that is at Southern Onion the number two at gmail.com uh, some fun happenings coming on later in the week Aaron and I are actually going to be in the same room next yes, week to record yep. next week's episode so we're excited about that and also getting ready to do our reveals that we Uh-oh. have it's so yep. fun I think you yep. all will get a big kick out of it and enjoy it as much as it's getting harder and harder to keep the secret. I'm trying to remember not to say anything. Yeah. So I know. I was going to ask you today. Do we do it now? Do we do it now? Yeah, no. <laughs> One more week. <laughs> One, more One more week. week. Yep. Yes. So uh, stay tuned for that and follow Instagram. And, of course, uh, on here when you're listening, we'll let you know as well. So I hope everybody yes. has had a great week. The fall weather is finally here for me in East Tennessee. Yep. Oh, where you get you walk outside and it's a little chilly. I love yeah. that. I've been waiting for this since like June 1st. So, there so happy yeah. it's here. Hope everybody is having fun, staying safe. Erin, what about you? How was your week? It was, I had a good week. Um, the new Halloween Kills movie came out Friday. Oh, yeah. How was that? And it was, it was different. It was, okay, uh, it, different yeah. how? Like good, bad, and different? Well, it does It does follow, because this is in a trilogy. So the 2018, it leaves off where that, it, it picks up where that leaves off. But it was just a little different to people who are like big Halloween fans, maybe even of the 1978 original. Mm-hmm. It kind of left me to kind of scratch in my head a little bit because <laughs> there were just some things in it. And I was like, now, wait a minute. Um, are they adding this or did this really happen? So, mm-hmm. but overall it was good. I love Jamie Lee Curtis and the cast. They mm-hmm. did a great job. And Kyle Richards, I just think the world of her. So <laughs> right. she played mm-hmm. Lindsay in the original. So, but yeah, it was good overall. It was just different. It was a different take that I thought they were going to do. Okay. So, so so you left feeling yeah. happy about it. Glad you. Yeah. I just walked away going, wow, I didn't know they were going to go in that direction. Oh, okay. I don't want to spoil it for anybody because I want everybody mm-hmm. to go see it and mm-hmm. form their own opinion. But yeah. Yeah. Does he get a girlfriend? Is that what happens? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's a maybe. Michelle Meyer somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe he goes off and falls in love. No. Who knows? Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I thought it was, it was pretty good. So well, good. Yeah, well, I know yep. you made it a whole thing. You had popcorn and everything ready to go Friday night. So. Oh, yeah. I was definitely excited. So. You were counting down the days. So, excellent. Yep. Well, yep. all right. So, go watch that. And that was on Peacock, correct? Yes. Okay. Or you can go to the theaters if you want to go, go to the see it on the big screen. Exactly. So, Peacock, movie theaters, we're looking for sponsors. Hit us yeah. up. We we enjoy movies immensely. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I've I uh, got to do another. Uh, I'm now in a long campaign for Dungeons and Dragons and having a blast with that. And I actually 
with my character made a music playlist, which is available on Spotify. Just pull oh. up Mara, M-A-R-A, Stormwind, and it will be there if you want to give it a listen. So hmm. that's been fun. It's kind of music that's inspired by my character. Oh, I cool. love this. I have just like gotten in the Dungeons and Dragons world and I'm just running with it. So it's great. It's a great cool. break from work and reality. And the group that sure. I'm with um, is just amazing. They're from all over the world. Iceland, Germany, UK, uh, West Coast, East Coast in the States. It's wonderful. So having fun with it. So, okay. To start this episode off, I would yes. like <laughs> I would like to preface it. Preface, right? That's the right word. Um, you can tell I'm a professional, um, yeah. with, uh, quotes from a song, if you will. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I will quote this song a little bit and then we'll get into the episode, but okay. I would like to say, okay, I can do this. I can do hard things, right? It's right. <laughs> I'll say this and I forgot all the words and I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> Uh -oh. Okay, it's raining men, hallelujah, it's raining men, amen. So that's what okay. I'm going to leave you with. So okay. shout out to the Weather Girls and yeah. their their hit, It's Raining Men. Uh, we were yeah. going to play a little snippet of it, but we don't want to get in trouble with copyright laws and all that fun stuff. So right. this week's episode, which both of us were very excited about, we right, both yeah. bought big screen, 4K, ultra yeah. definition TVs right. for this, and then returned right. them the next day. Um, but this is the Chippendales Murders. This was yeah. on 2020 on ABC. For those who want to go online, it's free on demand. You want to go online and watch it. It is season 44, episode Ooh. one. So wow. they, yeah, yeah, there you go. They started off season 44 yeah. <laughs> in a very, very beautiful yeah. way. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of eye candy. I mean, <laughs> I remember growing up because <laughs> Chippendales yeah. was big in the 80s. Um, yes. Well, yeah, it well was. 79, what a great year. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, through the, through the yeah. kind of the mid-90s. And mm -hmm. I remember seeing the front of like the calendars. You know, you go to oh, a store yeah. that had the calendar section, and then you see these men, these buff men, and these, you know, uh, bow ties and, and cuffs, and we'll talk about mm -hmm. why they wear those. But, right. and it was like, ooh, who are these handsome, handsome men? And, mm -hmm. and you know, just kind of, you giggle and went on, because we were little. We were, we were still young and right. growing up, and... Sure. So this is actually behind the scenes of Chippendales and how it started, the competition, the um, the anger, if you will, and murders, murders yeah. Yeah. that actually happened because yeah. of Chippendales. And I was like, are you kidding me? I never would have thought there would have been so much drama with them. Um, yeah. But there was, and a whole lot. And... Um, and it starts off the 2020 episode, a, a quote that really stood out to me. And the guy said, behind every billionaire is a dead body or two. Wow. So yeah, I immediately yeah, think yeah. Jeff Bezos and Amazon. And I'm like, hmm, Ooh. what bodies are behind you, Jeff Bezos? Yeah. And can I get my Prime membership for free for life? You know, I don't know questions. But anyway, so so we're getting ready to talk about some hunky men and um, <laughs> and yeah. some murder. So what a what a great <laughs> what a way if you're listening to us on Monday when we release our episodes. What a great yeah. way to start your week, right? Right. So all right, Aaron, take yeah. it away. Well, I just want to know if it's raining men. Did you get soaking wet? Well, of course. Right. You yeah, have to. If it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, God bless Mother Nature. She's a single woman, too. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's I some good quotes soul. in this show, too, that we'll talk about. Oh, yes, there are. There yeah, are a ton. Case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. This, this had a little bit of everything. It really did. Yeah, it did. So, all right. What yeah. you got for us, Aaron? Okay. So, 
this episode kind of jumps around a little bit, but not much. We do hear from some of the former dancers, which I thought was very interesting as well. But Mm -hmm. how did Chippendales get started, right? That's like the big thing. I was very surprised to find out that a man started Chippendales. Right. And not not one from the United States. Right. He's from South India. Yeah. Yeah. South India. And his name is Steve Beyond. How do you say it? Beyond. Oh, my goodness. Benanchi, Benanchi, I can't. Yeah. How do you say that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm butchering Any, any yeah. other kind of Bena- Benan- Benanji. 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 Okay. Benanji. So we're just going to call him Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll call him Steve. So he's the one that founded the Chippendales. Mm-hmm. And this was, like you said, in like 79 into 80 type time. Yes. Um, when we see this. But... He was, like you said, he was an immigrant, and they started this in L.A. Mm -hmm. So when Steve moved from South India to L.A., he was actually a janitor. Then he opened up a string of, like, gas stations, Mm -hmm. but he just wasn't making a lot of money, and he was like, I want to get into something that's making a little more money. So he decides to open a nightclub called Destiny 2. Yes, and it's Banerjee. 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 Okay, yeah. there we go. So Steve, Steve Banerjee. Thank yeah. you. Yes. It's still okay. Steve. Yeah. Yes. So Destiny yeah. 2, which, of course, me being mm-hmm. who I am in the video gamer, I'm thinking video game because there's a Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. But oh, okay. with this nightclub Destiny 2, mm-hmm. there is no Destiny 1, which I th- I'm like, no. okay, yeah, you're a, a good, good marketer. Employee. You're a good yeah. marketer right off the bat, Steve. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, 1975, he opens it as a discotheque, because that was big back in the day. hmm Yes. Disco. Yes. Do the hustle. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All I can think of is John Travolta dancing. And, you know? Yeah. I yeah. don't know why, but... Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Yes. There you go. So, mm-hmm. he ends up opening... Uh, that doesn't make too much money, because disco starts to die out, as we know. Right. Uh, it doesn't take on very long. So he meets a guy by the name of Paul Snyder. Mm-hmm. We don't like Paul Snyder, just so you know. No, we do yeah. not. I've I've heard of him before, but not for this reason, but for another reason, which we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of known as a club promoter and a hustler. Right. So Paul goes to Steve and says, hey, look, I saw like this gay review mm-hmm. club and they were making good money at it. So maybe you need to do like a male strip club mm-hmm. yeah, where you can make some money. Right. And he wants to be the MC of it. He's like, I want to MC it, and I think you're going to make some money. So Steve's like, okay, let's do it. Right. But now, this they, is how Chip and Dose is born, right? Right, because the, the gay male review, these were male dancers for a male audience. And Paul's in here, and right. he's like, hey, let's do the same thing, but for women. Which, yeah, yeah. Which really, in the time, you don't think about it. You know, most entertainment like that was geared toward men. Yeah, it was. You know, you had the gentleman's club, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you had you had those type of clubs. And here, he's coming out with what appears to be, hey, here's a turn on things. Why don't you just switch roles and see what right. happens? The men are the performers, and the women are the audience with the dollar yeah. bills in their hands. And I got to admit, that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. It really is. And and one of them said something so interesting when they were talking about this was that for like a strip club where it's women dancing and the men are the audience, mm-hmm. men just have to see the bra come off and they're like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. But for <laughs> women, it's like they have to have a background. They have to have yes. a character right. in order to like connect with that guy. Isn't that crazy? Well, you need, right, you need the, usually, not all, but with women, you need an emotional connection. So if if I know your story or I know a little bit of your background, Mm -hmm. okay, I can connect with you because I understand you a bit more. As where men, again, not all men, but they're more physical and like, oh, your bra's off, fantastic. Right. (laughs) You know, and and that's it. You don't even have to say a word. Yeah. And you're just like, cool. Wow. Yeah. It's just like, wow, when you stop and think about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But again, not generalizing, just most. Now, well, it explains why Chippendales has characters. Right. Yes. A fireman, a police officer. Sure. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds like the village. Yeah. With the YMCA. (laughs) Well, and (laughs) the construction worker. How they see. 
and Chippendales. Now, I know people mm-hmm. are age 40s. Where you hear Chippendale, you think Rescue Rangers. You think yeah. the Disney characters. Disney's. But mm-hmm. that's not where the name came from. I thought this was so interesting. Yeah. It's after an 18th century furniture designer named Thomas Chippendale. Because yeah. Steve liked the classy name Chippendale. Hmm. Who knew they were named after furniture designer? Uh, yeah. I'm going to be honest, I thought it was named after the chipmunks. <laughs> I did, too. I did, too. I learned a lot in this documentary. Yeah. I but, did, too, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so so Chippendales, let me, we're just taking the veil down off of them. They were named right. after furniture, a furniture designer from the 18th yep. century. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Which is 1700s for those that aren't sure. Yep. So There you go. Mm-hmm. So they start recruiting guys from, like, the gym, the beach, yeah. They're like, hey, you want to be in this, yeah. this club where you strip? And they're like, okay, you know. Because <laughs> how, cause how often you know? is that that men yeah. are recruited for their bodies? And that's right. it. Right, right, yeah. So that's where they were getting the men from. Mm-hmm. And it was promoted, like you said, as a ladies only. Mm-hmm. No men, a no ladies men. only club. Yep. And they said like 600 women would like show up in a night. Yeah, the first show. 600 yeah. women turned out for it and I'm like, well, yeah. you know you need you've got a need there <laughs> an audience. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. ready to come in. Right. Now Paul and Steve they clash, right? Yes. Paul is a promoter. He gets out there in front. He's just like very just spend money front. to make money, yes, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Steve is more in the background. You don't know a lot about Steve. Mm-mm. You know he has a wife, but you've never seen her. And we still never saw her. Right? No. On the document, and it never showed pictures yeah, of Yeah, he's never really, he's just more reserved, I think, mm-hmm. than Paul is. Paul's, because he's a club promoter, he's more out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's kind of like just that go-getter personality. But yes. here's the thing about Paul that we don't like. Mm-hmm. So, Paul is dating a playmate by the name of Dorothy Stratton. Yes. Okay. Yes. And she ended up getting playmate of the year mm-hmm. um, back in August, but... Because he was dating Dorothy Stratton, they had a connection with Playboy. Yes. And so that's where you get the cuffs and the bow tie from. Right. Because Playboy with the bunnies, that's how they dressed. Right. They had the bow tie and the cuffs. So that's how how that uniform, if you will, was inspired Mm -hmm. and and maintained and is still maintained. uh, Yes. With Chippendales. Yep. So... Paul ends up killing Dorothy Stratton because she leaves him for another man. Mm-hmm. She comes back to get her things and tell Paul, I'm out of here. Paul ends up killing her and killing himself. Right. Because Steve had asked Paul, you know, I've had yeah. enough of you. I think I'm going to yep. I'm going to maintain this because Steve Throughout this, you find out how paranoid Steve is. Steve wants to keep all of his money. And if he thinks, oh, you're out promoting, so you're actually spending my money, then I want you out of the picture because that's my money. And I don't want you spending any any more than you absolutely have to. And so... So then Dorothy, Dorothy was like, okay, I'm out of here too. And Paul was like, okay... He couldn't take it and unfortunately yep. murdered her and him, and then killed himself uh, yeah. in the process. So that's the first yeah. murder. Yes, there's, there's your murders. first murder. <laughs> yes. So what I found interesting, too, was that Steve would call the cops on his own club yeah. and say, it's overcrowded and stuff, just so that they could gain attention, which I thought was like... That's ridiculous. Right. I mean, it is. But maybe that's what. (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll need to ask companies. Have you ever complained on yourself or or submitted something to the news just so you would make the news? I mean. Right. Yeah. It's kind of smart. Yeah, it is. So enter Nick DeNoia. Yes. Oh, Nick. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Nick made unicorn tails. Now, I don't remember that cartoon at all, Mm-mm, but no. he is from New York and he is more of that five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Yes, you the know, Broadway, more, more show Broadway person. show. Yes. Absolutely. 
he comes in and he's like, Steve, you need lights. You need, gives them more direction. Mm -hmm. This is what you need to do. It needs to be kind of choreographed. Yes. It needs to have some work done to it. Mm -hmm. And of course they do. Now, Nick comes off as being very controlling Mm -hmm. and wants to make it more of a theater show. Right. Yep. And who doesn't like that? Oh, Steve. Steve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Steve doesn't like it. So, but this is what I think made Chippendales really take off. Mm-hmm. Because then you had Chippendales on talk shows. Oh, they made Donahue. Donahue was yes. like massive popular. Oh, and yes. Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> yes. And yeah. <laughs> okay. And this is where this very interesting quote happens. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this lady says, like she calls in and she says, I noticed that you guys don't have a lot of chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the guy says, well, you don't see a lot of grass on the playground. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Good stuff. Good yes. stuff. You don't uh, see yeah. a lot of grass on the playground. Hey, and if you want that on a t-shirt, let us know. Yes. We can get that for you. <laughs> we can, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, Mm-mm. so this is where now Chip and Dale's is in L.A., but they're also now in New York. Mm-hmm. So we got two locations going on now. Yep. Cross country. Yep. Yep. And you know, Nick, again, Nick and Steve are clashing. They're not getting along. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Remember he right. didn't get along with Paul. Mm-hmm. Now he's not getting along with Nick. Yep. Um, and that's sad. Well, it's sad. And, and Nick, Nick's whole thing is he, he knew he could grow mm-hmm. Chippendales. He right. could grow the brand. He could grow right. the image. And so he was right. out there kind of like uh, Phil was, you know, or excuse me, mm-hmm. Paul was. He was Paul. a big mm-hmm. promoter. And so now Nick is actually becoming the face of Chippendales. And people are thinking he yeah. started it. Which Steve exactly. is like, oh, here we go again. Uh-uh. Yep. That's right. My yes. money. No. Right. Yep. So this is where the napkin deal comes in. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pro yeah. tip. If you're in a business yeah. meeting, don't put anything on a napkin. Just don't. Right. Yep. So Nick and Steve are meeting and Nick wants to take the show on the road. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think we can make a lot of money at this. We, we put them out there. We take them to different locations. And Steve, of course, what does he hear? Money. Yeah. Cha-ching, cha-ching. So he's all for it. Mm-hmm. Now, Nick's going to get like, what, 50%? Mm-hmm. Right. But Steve's thinking, hey, I'm going to make a lot of money. So yeah. he signs off on it. Yeah. But which is a big a, mistake. He makes mm-hmm. a mistake because the word in... in- Oh, propriety, yeah. Propriety, mm-hmm. yeah. Impropriety. So he signs it. It's only after yeah. Nick walks out of the restaurant that this napkin mm-hmm. deal is done by that Steve turns to his, I guess, a lawyer or somebody and says, Hey, what does mm-hmm. that word mean? And he was like, It means forever. Yep. <laughs> so forever and ever. Yeah. Don't sign things if you don't know what a certain word is on it either. Right. <laughs> oh, and this, Steve feels very betrayed by this. Yes. Yep. Now this has really upset Steve. Mm-hmm. So the tour is a success. Yes. Bringing the thunder to the ladies. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like men would go off deer hunting. The ladies would go to the Chippendales. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They said they loved yeah. being in the Midwest because. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> during hunting season. Yes. <laughs> and, uh-huh. yep. and I don't know about you, Aaron, but they would show mm-hmm. these shots of, I mean, just long long lines of women three four wide just long lines Mm -hmm. i saw some people we know yeah i believe it yeah i I saw some familiar faces in the crowd so there you go i see you and i respect you so that's right yeah (laughs) so steve even though he is not part of this tour that's going Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. he is responsible for the chippendale calendars yes the calendars (laughs) yep so, <laughs> Steve, Poor Steve. Steve. Oh. So he's it's 1986, but he's working on 1987's calendar. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're in a crunch because they got to get the calendar out like right now to be able to yes. get it to go to print so they can have it ready for the next year because right. they sell these calendars at shows and I guess some stores and stuff. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really say so. He had he rushes it off to the printer. He gets it back. Right. And they go through the calendar, and there's 31 days in February. Yes. And for those 
who might yeah. not be sure, there's right. 28 days in February, 29 every four years. Right. 87 so, was not one of those four years that had 31. So. Right. No, it wasn't. No. We, we have yet to have seen that. We have so, yet. <laughs> of course, he's like, oh, my goodness. Because they made like, what, eight, 800,000 800,000, yes. Mm-hmm. And so Steve's trying to figure out, how am I going to fix this? So at first he thinks, we'll just put stickers. <laughs> right, yeah. Which, <laughs> I know. Good luck putting stickers on yeah, that. on uh, 800,000 calendars. And here you're going to get right. to do that, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they went ahead and sold the calendars as is at shows, which are, of course, they're kind of worthless. I mean, that would throw me off. Well, um, right, because you know. <laughs> they were like, oh, people are only, they're only buying it for the pictures anyway. They probably yeah. won't recognize. But I went out on eBay, and people are still selling the 1987 Chippendale calendars. And you got one, no? <laughs> well, maybe. Hmm, no. Uh, uh, but, yeah, yeah they're, they're still selling because, I mean... If you're a collector of things, right? when there's sure. misprints, they're actually worth more. That um, is true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, but, and poor Steve. So, here's Steve. Tight, mm-hmm. tight, you know, hold on to every penny tightly, Steve. He actually pays 700000 of his own money mm-hmm. to put yeah. the calendar, but then to reprint, to reprint it. Yeah. it. But, because Steve is one of those guys that is never wrong, he mm-hmm. blames Nick for... yeah. The incorrect printing of the calendar, even though Nick has nothing to do with it. He's on tour, you know, traveling the country, but yet Steve somehow wants to blame Nick for it. And it's like, why, you know? Because and I and I would only assume it's because Nick is being successful at the traveling tour, and Steve can't sit in an office and figure out how many days February and May have. So, right, yeah, I know, right, because yeah. May had 30 yeah. days and May actually has 31. So, you know, right, right. So, Nick is getting tired of it, he's oh, over yeah. it with Steve, and so he's actually deciding, you know, maybe I should start my own group, mm-hmm. just cut my losses, start a new group that's going to compete with Chippendales. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, which is yeah. exactly what Steve wants, absolutely, right. So, Nick has an office in New York, mm-hmm. and he has an office mate named Robin. Yes. Oh, Robin. Yeah. Yes. So it is April 7th, 1987. And Robin and some other office mates are there with Nick. Nick's on the phone. And a guy shows up. And he's like, hey, uh, are you Nick? And he's like, no, Nick's over there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the person goes in and shoots Nick in the head. Yeah. Point blank range. Pow. Pow. And then yeah. somehow escapes, which mm-hmm. I don't know that they ever gave a description. Most offices um, have a couple of entrances and exits for fire safety. Sure. So right. I'm thinking he went in, did that, and then went down the stairwell yeah. or something. Right. And he just leaves. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you hear the 911 call, which is mm-hmm. just absolutely horrible and sad. Mm-hmm. So the question is, who done it and why? You know, did Nick have enemies? Was this a business going wrong? Was this a robbery? Was this, you know, why would somebody kill Nick? Right. Nobody knows. Yeah. Now, as everybody knows, people start talking, right? Everybody starts speculating. We all have theories. And people are speculating, yeah, that people start speculating that they think Steve has some involvement in this. Mm -hmm. The Chippendale dancers and things start to think, maybe Steve had a little, because Steve had some beef with Nick. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. But you got to prove it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like anything else, you got to prove it. So, you know, yeah. So, Steve, what I found interesting was he told one of the dancers that he did not like the New York scene Mm -hmm. with the the New York Chippendale Club because it had ties to the mob. Right. Now, remember, this is going to come in handy. So, highlight mob. Yeah. (laughs) Mafia. And Steve (laughs) doesn't like that the mob is involved. That they're the ones watching the front door in New York and everything. Yeah, and they said one of the dancers says, you know, that the the mob has the front door, and then they decide at the end of the night how much that dancer would get paid. So it was kind of like you knew that they controlled the the club and the situation, Mm -hmm. so you better just, you know, become friends with all of them because they had the control. And the police do check, and Steve does have an alibi because he's in L.A. Mm Mm-hmm. So, right. this killing happened in New York. So, there's your second murder. Mm-hmm. But, 
they can't the investigation just kind of stops not really but it's just you know it's not yeah, it taking up a lot of momentum yeah yeah it goes cold pretty quick mm-hmm. and of course that means steve has stole control of the chippendales now even bigger than when he started sharing mm-hmm. it and he barely could right. run it before it got big so right now the la club is in trouble yes. they're severe overcrowding they are not doing everything up to code Mm-hmm. But this is where I get really angry because Steve would not allow black people to be in the club. Yeah. Yeah. He, this he is was what blatantly was blatantly so, racist. Yeah. Yeah. So we meet a, at the time, a young law student, Don Gibson. Yes. And yes. Don tried to get in the club. So what Don did, he got two of his white friends and said, mm-hmm. okay, I want you all to dress less down for me, kind of, you know, just real casual. I'm going to dress up in a suit, and we're mm-hmm. going to go and prove that they're not letting black people in the club. Right. So Don walks up to the doorman, and the doorman says, oh, where's your membership card? Well, I don't have one. Where do I get one? Oh, you got to go around here, there. Oh, Okay, well, I didn't realize there had to be a membership card. And he's like, yeah, get a membership card and you come back. Okay. Right. So, Don walks off and his two white friends walk up and they show the bouncer their photo ID. He stamps their hand and lets them in without saying a word. Mm-hmm. So, Don comes back around. He goes, you know, those two people, they were my friends. You just let them in without a word. And the and the bouncer just, just stood there like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? So, um... You know, the club's going to deny it, of course, because that's sure. what they do. That's but then do, yeah. Don gets a call from a car rental place mm-hmm. because there had been a private investigator. Once Don filed the lawsuit, there was a private investigator following Don. And obviously not a very good one because he left his notes in the rental car. Um, and... It was showing where they that private investigator was trying to frame Don with a sex worker and to plant drugs on him to make him not seem a credible source of saying, hey, this is racism because you wouldn't let me uh, in the club. Well, then there was one black dancer, male dancer on the Chippendales uh, troupe at that time. And he mm-hmm. actually called Don and he was like, you have got to stop this because your life is in danger. Right. They're coming after you. And this was after Don knew about the private investigator and the club trying to frame him. Now he's hearing from a dancer inside the club saying, you, you have to stop because they're coming after you. And right. I mean, and but why it never, and I mean, we'll, and we'll never know other mm-hmm. than he was just a racist, ignorant. Yeah ignorant little man you know to not let them in the club right right and and here's the question too why were men allowed to come into the club because remember this is promoted as ladies only Mm -hmm. well after the ladies show was over Mm -hmm. they would let men in for the bar to make more money right okay yeah so they said that they didn't let black men in because their theory is if too many black men were in there then the white women wouldn't want to go Right, which is stupid. This is like, you've got to <laughs> be kidding me. It just, I like when I saw that, I just oh, got hot. Like, yeah. I was it, it was absolutely in, angry. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you know, kind of going off topic here. With with right. racism, I, you see it every everywhere, okay. every angle, and it's disgusting. And it was yeah. Yeah. extremely prevalent, as it always has been and still is. You know, you just hear that and you're like, are you serious? This is, no, this is not right. So good on you, Don Gibson. Good on you, sir. Yes, yes. Thank you. For standing up and doing Mm -hmm. the right thing. Right. Even though it should have never happened, but thank you for doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. So the Chippendale Club gets closed in 1988 in L.A. And it's closed due to violations by the Fire Commission. They're like, look, you guys aren't going to listen to us. You're mm-hmm. not going to do the right things. You're closed. Yeah. But- right. And they're um, also what had happened with the overcrowding. You know, the fire department. But- oh, sorry. I was talking over you there. Sorry. The fire department had yeah. you um, had, you know, 
the capacity at 299. Mm-hmm. He was having 600 people in the yeah. club. So it's not even like it was, oh, you had 305 people. You had oh, no. double what was right. allowed. And so right. so finally, they just shut it down. They pulled the alcohol license. And if you don't have alcohol yeah. at a club like that, what do you have? So right. that, that's why they did that. Yeah. So. Yep. So now we're seeing copyright groups that are going to start coming out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, so in 1991, Steve meets somebody by the name of Carl Pope. Mm-hmm. I think it's Carl Leighton Pope. Is that how you say Leighton yeah. Pope? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Leighton, and think. he is an inter- he's an entertainment agent in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Steve takes Carl to his club and says, you know, hey, this is what we're doing. And Carl's like, you know what? I'm I'm good. I'm not really <laughs> into this <laughs> right. the male stripping scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he finally says, look, you know, let's make it a stage show. Yeah, let's give it a let's background. make it <laughs> right. So it's a musical with muscle. Yes, I love That's that. That's how it's presented. Mm-hmm. I mean, good lord, they made a lot of money at that. So they they were overseas, and you they were going to Germany. They were going to all these different places. They were adding men to the troupe. I mean, it was like they were killing it overseas. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So good for this, them. Yeah, <laughs> good. You know. So this is where the knockoff happens. There's a group by the name of Adonis. Yes. And so it is a knockoff group of ex Chippendale dancers. Yes. Yes. So they so they are booked to play in the UK. Mm-hmm. As they take the stage, a dancer by the name of Reed Scott, he is an ex Chippendale, gets up. Mm-hmm. And they tell him, get off the stage. Yes. As yep. the show is happening. And he's like, okay. So they all go off the stage. And a detective tells them that they interrupted a call. Mm-hmm. And it there is a contract on their lives. And it was to give them a syringe full of cyanide. Yes. So somebody was going to poison them. Mm-hmm. And cyanide kills quickly. It doesn't take yes. a lot. And it kills quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's like, this has to be Steve. Right. Because who else would do it? And to that extent, Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously, it's not like you're trying to trip them and break an ankle or something. I mean, you're wanting to just end it. I mean, that's, that's right. Not good. It's bad. Well, (laughs) an informant named Strawberry. Yeah, Strawberry. Yes. I love it. Okay. Um, Claims to be hired. To be the one to kill three dancers of Adonis. Mm-hmm. And the person who hires Strawberry is by the name of Ray Cologne. Spelled like colon. That's all I could say. I'm I know. sorry. Well, I was, it just kind of like, what? I didn't know. I didn't yep. know I spelled it right. right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You did. So he, so Ray is a muscle guy for the mob. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That's kind of his background. He's, they say he's very charming, mm-hmm. but Charismatic. he gets yep. down to business. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Ray becomes Steve's go-to guy. Mm-hmm. So if Steve ever needed anything, anything done, he turned to Ray for it. Mm-hmm. Right. So July 25th, 1991. Yes. Agents go to search Ray's house. Mm-hmm. They find a skull and crossbones. <laughs> yeah. Knit like drawn a, cloth, on. a cloth sack. Yes. <laughs> drawn on. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's cyanide, and it's enough to kill 230 people. Right. Now, mind you, he was going, he was contracted to kill three. But he Correct. he had enough on him to kill 230. So, yeah. are you that yeah. bad that you need that many more attempts just in case? Right. Or you got a problem. Is the decimal point in the wrong place? I right, because in the U.S., we're, we're not metric systems. Right. So, yeah. And over so in I Europe, they are. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know. So Ray decides, you know, I better cooperate, mm-hmm. especially after spending seven months in jail. Uh, Yeah, and you're known mafia. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Ray tells the FBI um, that he, that Steve asked him to hire someone to kill Nick. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, but the FBI said, look, you got to get Steve on tape. We have to have this evidence. Mm-hmm. Right. So they decide to use Ray as an informant. So they're going to put him with tape 
<laughs> yeah, I try mean, to get the recording of Steve to confess this. Right. Just like you think what it would be in the 80s you or 90s right. early 90s you have a mm -hmm. recorder on you and you've got it taped under your shirt you know <laughs> yeah 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 it's not the whole like thing. now <laughs> yeah right right so ray convinces steve hey let's go meet at the ihop uh i love you know, IHOP, but yeah i've only been once but i okay so <laughs> it was a long time ago long maybe time i should ago. go back I don't yeah know. so ray and steve okay they meet at the ihop but steve is suspicious Mm-hmm. He's paranoid, remember? He's Super a very paranoid, paranoid person. Still paranoid, yes. yes. Still paranoid. So Ray and Steve go into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And Steve's like, okay, he puts his finger over his lips like, shh, be quiet. We're not, you know, right. we're not going to talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Ray would ask him questions. Steve would write it on Post-it notes mm -hmm. and then flush the Post-it notes down the toilet. But what a genius idea that is. Honestly, it is, it is but I golly. was like, well, he really takes his paranoia to the next level because oh, I yeah, never yeah. would have thought that because this is his confidant. This is Ray. Mm -hmm. This is who he's yeah. had do things for his dirty work for him. Yeah. And now you won't talk to him at the IHOP. He's suspecting. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. suspecting something. So, of course, there's no recording except just a bunch of flushing and noises. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can't do anything with that. Right. right yeah. <laughs> So then they get this idea. The FBI get an idea of saying, okay, tell Steve that you're on the run. Mm -hmm. Okay, you yep. got to leave the country. You need help with a disguise. I mean, just like you've got to be on the run. We got to get him to confess. Mm -hmm. So he's able to convince Steve, okay, hey, I'm on the run and I need your help. Yes. So, yeah, so they meet in Zurich. I hope yes. I'm saying that correct. Yes, Zurich. Okay. Mm -hmm. In Zurich. Okay, so they meet. They meet in a hotel room. Now, FBI is next door recording the conversation. Right. Yes. And they're exhausted because they're scared. They're like, what if he pulls that stunt again and doesn't talk? Mm -hmm. So Ray starts asking kind of just, hey, you know, I'm on the run. Right. Um, I'm a fugitive. I'm scared. Steve mm -hmm. starts loosening up and starts saying that his life is horrible. Mm-hmm. And then finally he opens up about the murder right. of Nick. Yes. Yep. The, do they and, know about the deed? Is yes. what they called the murder. Yes. And, and do they know about the guns? Mm-hmm. Right. So they've got him. So they have Steve at that point. Mm -hmm. So they go in and they arrest him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can you believe that? Yeah. I know so, after after know. all that time, and it, it, it took to yeah. get out of the country mm -hmm. and be yeah. like, okay, I can talk to you since you're out of the country. You really must be right. on the run because the FBI right. doesn't let... Fugitives, right. informants, people that have leave the country, leave mm -hmm. the country. So no, they don't. They really don't. Right. And you know, Steve, when he's get arrested, said, "You know, I can beat this." Of course, they can. I can. I can beat this. You know, you guys aren't sure. able to pin this on me. Mm -hmm. Well, he got eight counts, didn't he? He did. Eight counts. That eight. was yes. incredible. That he yeah. did. Yep. Yeah. So it's summer of nineteen ninety four. Mm -hmm. And old Steve decides to make a plea. Yep, because he knows he's dead he to rights. Yeah. I mean, yep, they have it so, on tape and everything. Right, so he makes a plea to murder. He mm -hmm. has to give up his shares of Chippendale, and he has to spend 26 years in prison. Yes, which still seems awful easy for what was done, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. For what he so, orchestrated. Right, so in October 24th, 1994... It's sentencing day, day for Steve. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes to the courthouse, and they're waiting and waiting and waiting and mm -hmm. waiting. And finally, they come out and say, there's not going to be any sentencing today. People are mad. Right. Because why? But the, mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no sentencing because mm -hmm. Steve hung himself in his jail cell. Yeah. So he killed himself. Instead of accepting the plea deal, serving his time for what he did, he decided, okay, I'm, I'm just... I'm going to end it right now, which I can't believe, and I know laws have changed since, but would he not have been on suicide watch for sentencing? I would think. I would think I would now think that so. they do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I would think so, but they, I don't know if maybe because he was taking a plea that he knew, okay, I'm going to, this, I'm agreeing to this. Right. It's not going to be death versus, penalty, right? Right. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, and I oh, wonder. So, yeah. But Steve, I think, did that because, you know. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Ahead. He's just trying to get out of it. He, you yeah. know, the ultimate and ultimately does get out of it because he ends his life. But, but it's right. like, 
really? I mean, here, finally, people can get justice. He can start answering for what he's done to people. Mm-hmm. And he hangs himself. And it's just kind of, yeah. and I think the one guy, um, and I didn't write his name down, I apologize. But he was like, well, it was anticlimactic. Because yeah. you think, okay, I'm going to see him in court. And he's going to get a sentence. And this is going to bring some closure. But then mm-hmm. you find out he he committed suicide. And right. now it's done. And it's like. Well, okay, I guess right. we're I guess we're done with this. But right. but Steve has one more little trick in his pocket that I was right. like, "Are you kidding me?" Right. So yeah, it's because Steve committed suicide before his sentencing that his assets and his shares of the company went to his family instead of the government. Right. Yeah, And I wonder if he knew that, and that's why he was like, well, I'll just go ahead and be a quote-unquote martyr and kill myself so then my family can benefit off of the fortune uh, that I have made. And, you know, right. and, and his family didn't want anything to do with it, so they it's been sold. Yeah. The Chippendales name and brand has been sold a couple of times um, yeah. since then. But, yeah, I was like, wow, Steve, you had to have one more thing just to really get everybody's <laughs> goat here. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah, and Chippendale still lives on today. It as does. We know. Yes. Um, it is out in Las Vegas. They have show yep. a show out there at the Rio um, Hotel. Yeah, I don't know if it still does like the big popular calendars or anything. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't. Everything's looked digital at the calendar now. section. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just looked for the eighty-seven looked, yeah. one myself, and and so yeah, so yeah, so you know, Aaron and I are devoted to good investigation research we're getting better with our research so that's the room we're going to be in next week is the chippendales no we're not but um, (laughs) wouldn't that be fun though (laughs) yeah uh sure (laughs) i have to do it yeah (laughs) no but um well but then chippendales also um we talked last week about the saturday night live skit with chris farley and patrick swayze and if you have not seen that please look that up it's one of the funniest skits ever um and also, Chippendales inspired a couple of movies, uh, Full Monty and mm-hmm. also um, Magic Mike. So if people have not or want to see uh, movies that were kind of inspired about Chippendales and kind of, it looks kind of outrageous uh, what they did for their time, uh, go check out, uh, it's Full Monty and then uh, Magic Mike, which of course has uh, Tannum, uh, uh, Oh, my goodness. Channing Tate. I have forgotten his name already. Um, but uh, Chating. Oh, Lord. We're not going to worry about it. But you all know who I'm talking about. I see him. I just can't think of his <laughs> of his name. But, um, but too, I wonder if, like, the Weather Girls, if the song, the uh, It's Raining Men, if that wasn't kind of inspired by the Chippendales dance review. But I was still so surprised at how, you know, just the drama and everything, the drama and everything that was behind the Chippendales scene and that murders happened over a male dance group. Oh, and Aaron, you got to help me remember, what is the actor's name on Magic Mike? Oh, uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. I was trying to say Chandler, and I knew it wasn't right. Sorry. Yeah, but it's um, Channing Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum. Thank you. I knew you would know. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, but yeah, definitely check out those two movies, and then Saturday Night Live, Chris yep. Farley, Patrick Swayze. They are they're trying out for Chippendales. They are in competition with the last spot on the group, and yeah, it's, it's really hilarious. Good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But no, so. There you have it, and and I yeah. and I think too, it's raining men was inspired by Chippendales. I think the Weathers girls did it. I don't know. That's unconfirmed. <laughs> right. But where I, else I is that know. song going to come from? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but who and knows? there's a troop called Thunder from Down Under. Thunder from Down Under. It must be from Australia. Yeah. Shout out to our Australia listeners. Yeah. G'day, yeah. mate. Is that what you say? Yeah. I oh, hope so. Yeah. But, oh, and also, I have not mentioned um, Jan Arden in a while. She's got a new, um, 
She's got a new album coming out soon. So hello to our Canadian listeners. And if you know Jan Arden, please tell her I said hi and would love to meet her. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other night. I'm like, you know, I've not said the words Jan Arden in a while. Oh, ooh, and Adele has a new album coming out too. So hello, Adele. I've already pre-ordered mine, so I'm excited. If you haven't already, go do it. She's there wonderful. Who knew? True Crime mm-hmm. and Adele. You didn't know it could go in the same show, did you? But it mm-hmm. does. <laughs> All right, Erin, anything else you want to add? I think that's it. I think we, we got it. I think we got it, yeah. So Chippendales uh, 2020, mm-hmm. uh, the Chippendale Murders, again, Season 4, Episode 1 on abcnews.com. And next week, because Aaron and I are actually going to be together, uh, we're going to give updates So on episodes that we've already done. So if yeah. you have an episode you're wanting to hear an update about, just um, send us a DM on Instagram, Southern Onion mm-hmm. Podcast, or you can send us an email at Southern Onion and the number two at gmail.com. And then the next yep. week, November 1st, will be the Delphi murders. and The that, Delphi murders. Delphi yeah. murders. Mm-hmm. Apologies. And That's that okay. is the one where the two girls were walking on the train tracks. And they one yep. was on the phone and they heard walk down the hill. And the next thing is they were unfortunately discovered deceased and murdered. Right. So this, yep. Delphi, Indiana. Delphi, Indiana. Uh, okay. Yep. Abby and Libby. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, they two were friends young. Yep. Going out. Yeah, 13 and 14. Two friends going out because it was a day off from school. Yeah. And uh, it was February the 13th. And yeah. Mm-mm. Nobody knows. So we'll yep. we'll definitely investigate that because that case has been coming up more because there's an update to that. So Yep. So we'll have yeah. more on that as well. So again, yes. everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate all the con words, the support. If you yes. haven't already, like us, follow us, review us. We would love to hear from you. It helps a lot. Uh, tell your friends about us and your your moms and your dads and your siblings and everybody um thank you thank you thank you we really appreciate everything we're having so much fun doing this and hope you are enjoying it as well so until next time take care stay safe and keep peeling back those layers of true crime bye Erin. bye erica bye everybody bye 